You're listening to WSIU. I'm Jennifer Fuller. Commentator Mike Baltz has been exploring the origins and importance of the Shawnee National Forest this year in his monthly series. This month, the local ornithologist tells us more not just about the recreational opportunities of the vast natural area, but also its health and maintenance needs. This year I'm highlighting the approximately half million acres of public conservation lands in southern Illinois. I began the series last month by highlighting the Shawnee National Forest. The Shawnee National Forest is almost 300,000 acres of protected land and gets in excess of 600,000 visitors annually, more visitors than many national parks. However, the mission of the Forest Service is to sustain the health, diversity, and productivity of the nation's forests to meet the needs of present and future generations. So, while national forests certainly provide a variety of recreational opportunities for visitors, the big umbrella mandate of the Forest Service is to manage for the long-term health of their forests. Managing for forest health can mean different things in different parts of the country, and threats to forest health may not be obvious to the casual observer. Major threats to forest health in southern Illinois include a decline in the dominance of oak trees and the problem of invasive plant and animal species. The forests of southern Illinois have been oak-dominated for thousands of years, and much of the forest biodiversity is tied to the presence of oak trees. However, for almost 100 years, forest fires have been suppressed, and oaks, which need fire to keep the forests open, are being replaced by shade-tolerant tree species like beech and maple. As such, reintroducing fire in the form of prescribed fire is an important management tool in the Shawnee National Forest. Planning for a prescribed fire begins months or sometimes years before it happens. Then, during the fire season, when the conditions are favorable, the burn is implemented. In oak forests, Prescribed fires mostly creep slowly along the forest floor, making them easy to control. Regarding impacts to wildlife, the prescribed fire season is October to April, a time when most of the forest wildlife has either migrated south or is hibernating. Another threat to forest health and biodiversity in the Shawnee National Forest is the problem of non-native invasive species. There is a long list of invasive plant species, including bush honeysuckle, autumn olive, and Japanese stiltgrass that are invading our southern Illinois forests. These plants often outcompete native plant species for space and resources, reducing the biodiversity of the forest understory. Attempts to control invasive species on the Shawnee include using strike teams to fight infestations, using a combination of mechanical and targeted chemical control methods. The work is labor-intensive and is mostly focused around the most biologically significant parts of the forest. Damage to forest trees by invasive insects and or fungi is another threat to forest health. Recognizing this threat, the Forest Service recently designated over 100,000 acres, mostly in Union and Jackson counties, as an insect and disease treatment area. The designation acknowledges the threat of significant tree mortality over the next 15 years and allows for forest management actions to be prioritized in those areas. Finally, timber harvest is a management tool in the Forest Service's toolbox as well. It's worth noting that when the Forest Service was created, 
there was legitimate concern that a domestic timber shortage was looming, so national forests were seen as a way to ensure a sustained yield of timber. These days, however, timber harvest on the Shawnee National Forest are part of a forest plan that is focused on maintaining forest health. Timber harvests on the Shawnee are used to help convert non-native pine plantations back to native forest types. Additionally, because much of the existing forest in the Shawnee is suffering from overcrowding and a lack of oak regeneration, timber harvest can be used to open up the canopy and let more sunshine reach the forest floor, which in turn should provide a competitive advantage to oaks. And while timber harvest can be a controversial management action, it's worth noting that timber harvest on the Shawnee have averaged just 100 acres per year since 2012, and there have been no clear cuts on the Shawnee since the early 1990s. In the end, friends, just like how in modern times we must manage wildlife populations to keep them healthy, we need to do the same for forests and all the habitat types on which wild things depend. Ornithologist Mike Baltz produces monthly commentaries on the environment and local nature issues. You can find more of this by going to WSIU.org or by subscribing to our podcasts. I'm Jennifer Fuller.